BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burn out. I tell them I'm not like the Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Or if y'all are new here, my name is Kinsey. I am the host of this podcast. And we're going to have a very chill, fun episode today. It's just me. And then next week will be my birthday episode. I was actually supposed to record that today, <laughs> but I'm turning 26 and I have a qu- couple questions. Since I'm turning 26, would it be 25 things that I've learned in 25 years or would it be 26 things that I've learned in 26 years because I'm turning 26? So it'd be like my 26th year on this earth, but I haven't. L- well, no, I guess 25 to 26 would be your 26th year. I don't, I honestly don't know. The real issue with that is that like, I have not learned 26 things. Like I was like making the list. And I, I'm honestly just like really, I'm so tired this week. Like we'll get into that. I'm unbelievably exhausted. And I was trying to like get my list together. And I was like, I actually think that I maybe got dumber this year. I think that I learned maybe nothing because on my thing I had, I think I had three things, two of which were jokes. So I'll be working on that. I'm going to be journaling in the next couple of days and we'll come back. We'll come back with my, my thoughts, my 25th year basically any mistakes that I made. So maybe either you guys don't have to make them or we can all laugh, you know? So anyways, we're just gonna be doing a chill like catch up episode. Next week will be that. And then I'm gonna be in LA, which we'll talk about. My LA live show, actually, if you guys are in Los Angeles or in California or anywhere near, it's probably the only like West Coast show I think I will do. I feel like most of my following is in either like Texas, the South or East Coast. So it is probably like one of the only West Coast. It's the only city I plan to do a live show in in, on the West Coast. So if y'all are in California, you need to come. It is August 6th. Let me triple check that. It's Sunday, August 6th, the weekend of Eras. So we're going to do a little Eras tour moment. Dom's going to be there. I guess I will just say it. Macy is going to be there. Macy, Dom is the guest. And Dom, she normally opens because I am, I'm an Enneagram three. Okay. And then I'm a wing two. So any, this sounds so annoying, but let me, let me catch you guys up to what that means. I am a three with a wing two, meaning I'm the overachiever. And then the two means that you're the supporter. So like I want to overachieve and then I want to help all of my other friends achieve, right? Or overachiever, whatever. And I want Dom to become a stand-up comedian. So I started doing live shows and I was like, Dom, I have a genius idea for you. Why don't you just open and you can, you know, do like five minutes stand-up. And that's the only reason she hasn't been a guest because She's already doing stand-up and she's like part of the show always, but she hasn't been the like just guest guest there, even though she's in a lot of the show anyways. But this one is going to be so much of Dom and then Macy is taking the reins from Dom. It was her idea 
And she asked and I said, you know what, Macy? I would actually love nothing more. So it's going to be so much fun um, if you guys are in L.A. Definitely come and get your tickets. It's at the Fairmount in Century City. And we're going to have cute cocktails. And there's a meet and greet for VIP tickets. It's just going to be so much fun. I'm really excited. So anyways, that's happening. Why did I even say I was going to L.A.? I don't even know why. Eras, no, something else. I was talking about going, oh, oh, guys, L.A. I'm remembering now. These are my last two solo pods for maybe a little bit because I'm recording a lot of interviews. We've got some very exciting guests coming on and you guys are going to love these episodes. So that's fun. Also, second matter of business, okay? We finally have Texas merch, okay? So I'm wearing the first shirt here and it says, find me in Texas. For my video viewers, I'm gonna do a little a little pan and you guys can kind of see the back, but it's like all over Instagram, I'm sure. And then it's also obviously on our merch site. So you guys can go check it out. This one is so cute. And then we have another one that's, well, actually you can get this one in like a beige color, which is what I'm wearing. I like a double XL because I like it to be, I like that fit on me personally. So if you're typically like a size medium or small on like a fitted top and you want like an oversized, I do double XL. This one's actually triple XL that I'm wearing right now, but I just washed it and dried it. Um, and I dried it to like make it a little bit smaller because at first the triple XL was just like, like, here's the thing about a t-shirt. I need it to drown me, but I need it to like not drown me too much. You know what I mean? Like I, I need to look like it was purposely doing that. But like when I put that one on, it was a little too long. And then I dried it and triple XL was great. So it just depends on your vibe and whatever you want. We have this one and then we have it in a white. And then we have another one that's white with these like colorful designs on the background. And it says Texas forever on it. And it is just so cute. So that is also available for all of my Texans, all of my wannabe Texans, all of my people who are appreciative of the great state of Texas. Yeah. So you guys can check that out. A lot's happening. I'm turning 26 next week. When? I don't know. Yeah. Next week on August 1st. I honestly feel fine about it. I did get a text from my sister recently. She's incredibly rude. And she was like, oh my God, it's so crazy. Like you have to get on your own health insurance. And I was like, oh my God, I really do. I didn't even think about that. So my dad told me that I don't have to get on new health insurance until like August 31st. But I don't know if that's actually true. So I really do like need to get on that. I've kind of looked into it for about five minutes and I'm like, this is just not my vibe. Like it was really ruining my vibe that day. And I need to be, I need to have a day where it's okay if the vibe is ruined. You know what I mean? And like, I just, I haven't been there. I haven't, I haven't wanted to be there. I just, there's just not much about getting on my own health insurance plan. Uh, that sounds fun to me. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think maybe when I was younger, I thought I never actually thought I'd be married by 26. You know what's weird? Like when I was really young, I was like, oh, I'll get married like so young. You know, when I was 12, I was like, I'll get married at 22. Crazy. And then I got in high school and I was, I went through this phase, especially when I moved to LA where I like really thought I wasn't going to get married. And it's like so weird because I obviously I want, I mean, not obviously I do want to get married, but I went through this phase where I was like, no, I'm never going to get married. And it's just like so weird of me to have felt that way for me personally. Like, I don't really know where that came from. Like, yeah, my parents are divorced, but like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't think that my parents being divorced has like ruined my view of marriage. I just like, I don't, if anything, honestly, like my, they have great marriages now. So it's, I don't know. Like, yeah, I really don't know, but I did go through a phase. Maybe it was, I don't think, I don't know. I don't want to say it was like a pick me thing because I didn't like say it out loud. I, I don't know. So anyways, long story short, get your Texas merch <laughs> to bring it back to that. I'm obviously drinking my Califia Farms iced coffee and cookie butter creamer. 
which is my favorite thing that has ever existed. And I needed it for this recording so bad because I would literally fall asleep. So anyways, I made a little list of things. So we already went through LA live show, get your tickets, Texas merch shirts, get your, or get your shirts. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. At this point, uh, you guys know how I feel about therapy. It comes up naturally. I swear to God, I've been doing this podcast. It'll be five years in like September or October. I have never missed a Thursday and I'm willing. I don't even know how many episodes that is. Let me do the math really quickly. Okay, let's just say 52 times almost five. So it's 260 podcast episodes. And I'm really really willing to bet that I have talked about therapy in like 200. I'm going to go like 220. Okay. I'm not kidding. I'm very passionate about BetterHelp. I love therapy. Okay. I, I'm very open about it. I've been going to therapy on and off my entire life. Um, there have been times where I felt like more uncertain about, you know, where my life was headed, where I was going, or if I was on the right path, especially in my twenties. That's what got me to get back into like a regular routine with therapy. But sometimes in life, we are faced with tough choices and the path forward is not always clear, okay? Doesn't that suck? Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Also, therapy is helpful because it gives you like tools in your toolkit that I use every single day. I'm not kidding. I started going to therapy in the fifth grade. Okay. I've been in and out for so long, just depending on like what's going on in my life. And I am a way better person for it. I'm also a lot more, I would say, mentally stable <laughs> because I just actually have coping skills. Whereas before I didn't feel like I had the best ones. I'm now able to like set boundaries and it's just very empowering to be like this version of myself. It's not just though for those who have experienced like major trauma too. I've gone for things that were major trauma. I've also gone for things that you know, we're not as much so, and it helps just as much. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is better, B-E-N. T-T-E-R help, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kenzie. A little life catch up. So last weekend, Molly, Molly Bailey, Molly's boss, Miss Molly Ann 14. There's lots of lots of little names there. She came to visit me. And if you guys don't know, or maybe you're not a YouTube viewer, um, I've been on YouTube for like 10 years now. So I started on YouTube and I moved to LA. I was really young. I was literally 17. I was about turning 18. I moved to LA and Molly was my roommate and it was her freshman year of college. And like I was graduating high school early and starting college like kind of mid-year that year. So I never know to say for myself, but let's just say freshman year of college, like roommate essentially. And she lived there for like under a year and she's from Boston. She lives in Boston now. And I just love Molly so much. And we always try to do trips. Like I've been to Boston a ton. She's been to Texas a ton. We were thinking about that. I'm like, we kept thinking like, oh, you've been here twice. And then we think of another trip. And I'm like, wait, I think you've been here literally six times. Anyways, she came and visited and it was just the best time. Molly is like one of the best people that I know. And she's just like so fun. And there's no one in this world that like, I feel like I we align the most on our humor. So like I laugh the most with her and everything that we do is funny. But like, 
maybe not to other people, but it's funny to us. So obviously I took her to Sprouts. I took her to the farmer's market. We went to North Park, but mainly like we just want to sit at home and do nothing. Like that's our favorite thing to do together. Honestly, even we lived in LA, like we didn't really do things in LA. Like we just like sat at home and we would like cook dinner and look what at this point in our lives we were like had just moved out and the meals that we would make it was rice roni chicken and soup baby ray's barbecue sauce like that's what we ate and we would sit in front of the tv and we would watch an hour-long church of Pedas youtube video and that's what we did pretty much every night but it was just so fun to have her in town and it was just chill and so we hung out there is a vlog from it because i know so many of like the og youtube people like love seeing our vlogs together because it's just like nostalgic you know brings you back but yeah, we had a really good time and then she left. Honestly, I was like really sad when she left, but I went straight to a Rangers game and then I came home and I was like, the house is just so empty and like boring. But anyways, it was so much fun. Love her so much. There is a YouTube vlog, but we just had a great time. And then the next day, host came in town. I mentioned them in my hosting podcast episode, like how to host a dinner party, something, something, whatever. And I have been, I've been talking to them about other things previously and Leah is one of the founders and Leah and I were on a call and she was like, what if we just do like a Dallas based like influencer entrepreneur? At first it was going to be a founder's dinner, but then I was like, that's like kind of like niching down too much. Like I wanted to like have a wide variety of people here and it was just so much fun. So Leah came in on Tuesday. She was here till Friday. We prepped for this dinner party pretty much all week long. And let me just tell you, it was a very stunning dinner party. I was a little bit worried because we did decide to use my table outside. And <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but it's currently like 104 degrees in Dallas. It was actually 113 at one point. And I was like, I'm just simply not going to make it. Like, I, I'm really not going to make it. And here's the thing. People are always like, how do you do these summers? Okay. And hear me out. I like one, I disassociate and I hate, I hate the heat. I don't hate summer. Like I talk about that a lot with like, the seasonal depression. I have a whole summertime sadness episode, whatever. I like the activities of summer. I just hate how hot it is. And it makes me a really miserable, like not great human being, honestly. But I like the other seasons in Texas. Like I love our other seasons. So I like most of the year. I just don't like summer. And then long-term I can leave during the summer. You know what I mean? But like in other places, if there's no seasons, I don't like it. And then if it's like, maybe, you know, Maybe there's ice on the road every single day. I wouldn't like that either. So you have to just, there's really just not a place that has perfect weather for me. I've come to terms with it because I don't like it when it's 70 degrees out and sunny every single day. It just feels like Groundhog's Day. I, I hate a hot winter. Like it needs to feel like Christmas. Like I didn't like LA's weather when I lived there. And I know that's so weird because that's why people move there and that's why they pay those taxes. But that was just not why I was there. And I honestly just didn't like it. So anyways, all that being said, I don't even know how I got off on such a tangent. I was worried because I'm waiting. If you guys are watching this, I have an outdoor like patio area, which is like the biggest reason why I bought this house because it's like perfect for dinner parties. The issue is that uh, when you're having a dinner party in the summer, <laughs> you want to die. So I have like my dining area that fits a bunch of people. And then I have that table and we were going to rent a table, but it ended up being like way, it was just like a pain. So we went out there and it wasn't that bad, but we just had like the best group of people. It was so fun to be with Leah all week. I, I will say, side note, I had the worst week that I've had for PMDD in so long. If you guys don't know what PMDD is, it's premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So basically like the week before your cycle, like I don't know how to describe it other than it feels like there's a dark cloud over me. Like I'm really like irritable and I'm like 
I don't know. I grew up with eight siblings. So like things, I, I'm not really snappy. Things don't really annoy me. Like maybe like my little sister does, but like no one else in the world gets her sisters, you know, like it just takes a lot for something to like, well, I don't know how to describe it. Like I was just like more on edge than I normally am. And it just feels like there's like a dark cloud over you. And I'm so fatigued, like literally no energy. So rough week for me mentally and emotionally. But other than that, it was so much fun. Like we had the best time. Oh my God. I don't even think I've talked about at home, at home on the podcast. Have I talked about at home on the podcast? I don't think I have. I cannot believe that I haven't talked about this. I have found my newest personality trait, aka my latest obsession, and it is at home. I've been to at home years ago. Someone told my mom and I had to go. My mom is an interior designer. And we went, and the one that we went to, it just like it didn't hit that time. Like, you know how like home goods and stuff, like sometimes it's like a hit or miss. Like it's either amazing or it's not great or whatever. We went in. And it was a different location too. And I just like wasn't amazed and we left and whatever. It could have been like a transitional time. Sometimes people just hate the good stuff, whatever. I went recently because I was getting a lot of DMs from y'all saying, you need to go get your pots from at home because it is so much cheaper, which I'm here to tell you, it is the cheapest, the cheapest place I've ever been to for pots. And they had actually like really cool, good looking ones that I want to get for all of like my actual like backyard with the pool, which we will get to that. But I go to at home all the time. I am obsessed. The one in Dallas off, I think it's Skillman, is so good. Like, I I can't stop going. I go all the time. Like, I don't even need stuff. Like, you know what? Actually, I always need stuff. But like, I am obsessed. We went to at home. I got so much stuff. I got all new, like, basic, like, white, clean, like, dishware, a bunch of, like, tabletop stuff, new tablecloths. It was just, it was fabulous. So we had a great time with our dinner party. It was so much fun. We have a ton of TikToks and stuff. Like, we'll have, like, photos and stuff from the dinner party. But it was kind of, like, my dream for the week, you know? Like, just spending the week filming, like, working and doing a dinner party. Like, I had a really good time. So that was fun. It made me also, like, even more grateful for the people that are in my life. Because I did invite some new people that I hadn't met before that I just thought would be, like, fun and, like, a great time and, like, fit in or, like, make a new friend or whatever. But it's really cool. Like I I really don't ever want to take my friends for granted ever. And I feel like I talk about that all the time, but I'm so lucky. Like I have the best like group of girls in Dallas that I am obsessed with my best friends. And then I even have like the best like friends from YouTube over the past like decade that are all pretty much in New York. And then I also have like my friends in LA that I'm really close with. And then I also have like all my like entrepreneur friends that I am obsessed with and love. And like, I just feel like it's not normal to have this many great people in your life that are also really good friends. Like there's so many people and not that it's like, I know that everyone's like, oh my God, quality over quantity. And I completely agree with that. But like I have, a, I think a large amount of like really quality friends, which I'm sure will dwindle down as we get older, obviously, like our lives change and stuff. But there's just like so many people in my life that I'm so grateful for. And I have the friendships now that I've wanted for so long. Anyways, it just made me like very grateful for my life and for the people in it. And I had a great time. So that is all I'd say about that dinner party. Y'all know that I love Macy's and you guys can actually tune in to Macy's every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m and 4 p.m. for Macy's Live, hosted by top fashion and beauty experts and influencers covering everything you need to express your personal style. I actually did one of these in New York a couple months ago, and it was so much fun. 
So tune in to Lifestyle for inspo and insights on how to make the latest trends work for you and to find new twists on your go-to faves. And check out Live Beauty for insider tips on new beauty releases, how-tos, and must-have products that your routine needs now. So when I did it, it was fun. We had a bunch of different dresses and like accessories and whatever, and it was me and a co-host. And we were like giving like live shopping tips, live like styling tips. And it honestly was like really cool and super fun. So plus you can also check out even more at Live Home, Live Gifts, and Live Specials. So tune in live, watch all previous episodes so you guys can go watch mine and get a sneak peek at upcoming episodes at Macy's.com slash Macy's Live. Macy's Live is also now available on the Macy's app because they just love making things even easier for you. This is amazing. I think this is like so great. And also Macy's has literally everything that you could ever possibly need from outfits to honestly table setting stuff. They have really cute dishware. They have really cute like little teacups. They have the best home stuff. They have the best makeup. Like you literally can get everything at Macy's. So again, to tune in live, you guys can go to macy's.com slash Macy's live every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. for Macy's live. My pool comes this week. Actually, the day this episode goes live, my pool is coming. Okay. I'm so excited. I got a stock tank pool. I already told you guys I cracked. I couldn't deal with this heat. You guys heard me earlier. 113 degrees. That's like asking for me to like die. Like I'm literally going to like burn outside. I can't do anything. I'm waking up at the crack of dawn so I can even go outside and see the sun for a second. It's actually, it's not even sunlight. I just need to be outside. Like, and it's the only way I can do it. So anyways, I did get a stock tank pool. They are a way more cost effective like option for a pool and it came faster and everything. I think it's just like worked out for me best. I don't have a huge yard by any means. So the pool is coming. I'm getting a deck built around it. I was going to do like in ground, but now I'm just building a deck around the pool. And then I need y'all's help because actually I did buy two like little like lounge chairs, pool chairs from article today, I use we met at Acme's code because I know that I had a code forever ago, but I didn't I don't think it's active probably anymore. And I have been wanting these chairs for so long. And my mom, again, is an interior designer and I really need to be saving money right now. Like I need to not be spending so much money because you move into a house and then you just like keep going, keep going and keep going. And I'm like, I like need to cut myself off, but I'll do that after the pool because the pool is for mental health reasons, you know? So I was calling my mom and I'm like, I really want these lounge chairs from article. I don't want to pay the price. So can you find ones that are like similar, even though article is like really good price, but I want it to be like cheap, cheap, cheap. Right. And all the ones that were really cheap were just not the vibe. And I've learned, I've learned, I've learned every time I buy something that is the cheaper version, like, and it's just like, is not like, there's obviously good dupes, but I'll just like buy the cheapest thing because it's the cheapest thing. I end up hating it or it falls apart. And then I end up buying another thing to replace it until I end up buying the one that I originally wanted. So then in the long term, I just lose money. So anyways, this is basically about to become a article podcast sponsorship, even though article is not sponsoring the podcast right now. And article, please come back. I miss you. Seriously. But my mom was giving me all these links and she's like, honestly, that price, the price for those chairs is really good. Like you're really not going to get any better than that. It's an insane price. So I was like, can you just like do a reverse Google search or something? You know, like we'll see, we'll see, you know? She calls me back and keep in mind these chairs on this site, it's a thousand dollars a chair, but they're on sale for like 500 something. I think like $600 a chair. Outdoor furniture is insanely expensive. 
And my mom calls me back and was like, mm, yeah, I did a reverse Google search. And uh, actually the other ones are $3,000. So yeah, I made the article purchase this morning. I said, okay, I have learned my lesson and these I will keep I'll be out there forever. It's outdoor furniture, whatever. My, I will say like my outdoor furniture that I got from my rooftop in the townhouse, all overstock or Wayfair, I think. And I got all of it for like $3,000 and it was a lot of furniture. And it lasted the whole time that I was there. Like my parents every other day were like, I'm going to kill you because you need to stay in this stuff. And listen, I, I was in my homemaking era, but not as much as I am now. And I'm just lazy. Like I'm not, I was not going to go on my rooftop and stain these, these pieces of furniture. But yeah, anyways, article really, really good because jokes on me. I thought we were going to go cheaper. Turns out they really would be $3,000. So I bought those and I'm very excited. I also am dying for hydrangeas guys there is a neighborhood or there's a house in my neighborhood that has hydrangeas and everyone that comes over mentions this house because it's so beautiful and i'm just obsessed and it looks like you're it looks like a house that's like on the cape or something like it's it kind of like doesn't fit in with the neighborhood but like honestly it's none of the houses do and it's beautiful stunning right as we know i love nantucket and i love hydrangeas and i was like i want hydrangeas but now it's too late i got a lemon tree recently outside. If you guys watch the vlog, there was a little bit of drama, but it's outside. And I got it online from like fast growing trees or fastest growing trees, something like that. It's a site where it sells all these like plants and they had like hydrangea walls and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, listen, I know Texas is not the ideal environment for hydrangeas. I'm aware, but I want my backyard to look like that. Like that is what I am fully set on happening. And I know that like by the time I plant it, they would be like out of season anyway. So I need to like, you know, wait a year, but I will be doing it. I've done a lot of research and there's a lot of people in Texas who have hydrangeas, mainly East Texas, but my neighbors are literally down the street. So if they can do it, I think that I can too. I've thought about, guys, let me know how crazy this is. I thought about like writing them a letter and being like, hey guys, like, have any, like I'm literally not kidding. I'm like, do you guys have like hydrangea tips? Like that's crazy. You know, like they're going to be like, this girl is literally insane. And then they're going to see me and I'm like 25 and not a grandmother. And they're going to be like, okay, like please get out of our hair. But like, what if, what if I bake them a plate of cookies and I write them a letter that's really nice. And I just like, I'm like, these hydrangeas are so beautiful. Your yard is amazing. Like, who do you use? Blah, 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 blah. And then do you think that they would give me the secrets? Because I'm not kidding. Like there, I swear to God, there's not a petal on those hydrangeas that isn't perfect. And it's indirect sunlight. So I need to know. I need to know what you guys think. And I'll be doing that. So anyways, let me know. I need to get an umbrella. I need to get like a little table. There's a couple of things that I need to get for the actual like deck area, but it's coming and I am ready. You know what? Next podcast episode, it will literally be recorded from the pool. I will be drinking a margarita and actually I should do that sometime. I wish that I could do my birthday episode there, but it will be too late because that's like kind of perfect. So you know what? We'll be, I'll be doing that soon. So next weekend I am going to the lake and my, I made the mistake of telling my friends this. Okay. So we have a group chat and it's like 10 of us. And we basically, let's where we make all of our plans. It's like, all, or like basically like friend circle. And I texted them. My dad owns a lake house. That's an Airbnb. That is like the most perfect lake house ever. And I said, for my birthday, he's giving me it for a weekend. I didn't mean it's going to be like a weekend celebrating my birthday. I meant like he's losing a lot of money by giving it to me for free. And that's my birthday gift. And like, we just have a lake house for the weekend. I didn't mean like, this is like a 
birthday weekend at the lake. I'm turning 26. We went to Austin last year. Like, listen, I love a birthday. I'm, I really love other people's birthdays. I feel like stupid having a whole weekend to like do that. But now, of course, they're like making it a big deal and like being ridiculous about it, which is like so nice of them. But um, I just like don't need another weekend for my birthday. You know what I mean? So we are going and it's kind of turned into like my birthday weekend. Um, Dom is coming and it's going to be a fun time. It's like all of my favorite people for the most part that are in Texas. And I am excited. I've already started planning my dinner for there. I've been wanting to do on Pinterest. There was a like tablescape that I saw and it was a tablecloth and they just had Sharpies everywhere and everyone can like write on the tablecloth, just like random fun stuff. And it was so cute and I've been wanting to do it for so long. And Leah and I got two white tablecloths we didn't love and I was going to return them. But I'm like, wait, I'll just use it for that. So I've already started. It's literally Saturday as I'm recording this, you know, I'm a working gal and I've already started with my ribbons. Like I was cutting them all for like our napkins. Like I have like, I started like packing up. I leave on Friday. Like it's currently Saturday. I've started like prepping all of our stuff for like a dinner that I'm going to throw on Friday. I have my dress ready. So we're doing like a little dinner party thing. And then Tess, another one of my like best friends is doing this. I don't even know like what it is, but she just sent a photo in the group chat. I'll like read it to you guys. And it's the Ken's Olympics, which like makes me feel like annoying. Um, But she did it, not me. So it's fine. So there's four teams. She said she saw someone else do this. And apparently it's really fun. There's four teams. Oh, and there's five events. Oh, I did not realize that. Okay, so there's beer pong, beer die, horse races, Kinsey trivia, and Picasso. So it looks like it's going to be a fun weekend. I am just looking forward to having a weekend at the lake with a margarita in hand at all times and no makeup and like not getting ready. And besides like the dinner party will be fun. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm ready for a lake weekend. I need to just live on the lake. This is another thing. I wish that that wasn't a rental property because I would just move to that house for the summer. It's an hour away and I would honestly move there. Like I, if I'm in the water all day, every day, like then I would like summer. I wouldn't even care, you know? So future plans that are coming up. LA for the week, as you guys know, the live show. Nantucket. Oh, we're going to Nantucket in a couple weeks or a month from now. And literally, how many times can I bring up Nantucket on a fucking podcast? Like it's actually so annoying. August, I obviously plan to be in the pool. I've been thinking about this a lot, actually, the past like two years. I'm really interested in hiring a nutritionist because, and my mom's been telling me I should do this or I should like, basically it started from my mom was like, when I got super into cooking a couple years ago, she's like, you should just start by learning how to cook really healthy. And my mom is very healthy and is like cured a lot of her like, uh, like based, I don't know, like she's like Hashimoto's and things like that. She cured a lot of it from like eating, like from like her diet And she was saying, you should just learn how to cook really healthy. So it's all, you know, and that's like your basis and your foundation, because I had to go back and do it all. And like everything that I was cooking for so long, like is what made me sick. So I was like, that's actually a good idea. And I haven't done it. And I want to hire, I think, a nutritionist because then I can learn from them. And I just know, like, I'm so, my mom has Hashimoto's. Like, I know that I'm on my way to having it. I'm like terrified of it. So I'm thinking that it would be smart and a good investment to make now so that I know what is like good for me and what actually is like giving me energy and like making me feel good and whatnot and like good for like hormones and stuff. So I think I do want to do that, especially when I'm still in like my beginner years of being super into this stuff, because then I will just like learn it. And that's my basis. You know, I miss Nashville. I really want to go back. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I just it's literally my favorite place ever. I mean, okay, Texas, Nantucket, Nashville. That's like pretty much all I need. Um, And I just haven't been in a while. So I need to go. I really miss it. 
And then once we get back from, you know, these trips, I'm going to be in my money saving era. So don't even don't even worry, guys. We have two voicemails and then a bunch of listener questions that we're going to answer. The first one is from Dominique Roberts, actually. Hello, Kenzie Elizabeth. I'm calling in to the podcast to say hello to all of my favorite people. Hello, you guys. And really, I don't know what to say except, guys, I hope everyone is being feral. I hope no one is getting their heart broken. Have I gotten my heart broken into the early days of summer? Yes, I have. But you know what? God's rejection is God's protection. So, or man's rejection is God's protection. So that's really all I have to say. And I don't know, except Kenzie, I love you and I will see you soon for your birthday. And we're going to party so freaking hard and it's going to be absolutely incredible. That's all I have to say. Love you guys so much. Tartar. She was like signing off for the summer, like in a year with like a hags thing, you know? What a nice call. Dom just like missed you guys. She just wanted to say hello. And she did get her heart broken in the early days of summer, which I don't even think that she said on the podcast yet. But honestly, she's going to be just fine. She's going to be okay. And we're wishing that that doesn't happen to you guys. Okay, we have one more of the listener ones we're going to listen to. Hey, how's it going? My name's Nicole and I'm from Toronto. And I wanted to ask you a question that I feel like I'm hoping you will relate to. So I am 27 and I live by myself. I haven't had a relationship in probably over a year, been actively looking because I really, really want to find my person. Obviously, I know that it takes time, but I'm also a very independent soul. So I do everything on my own. I'm just very much somebody who likes to do things by myself, but I've quickly learned in the last probably six months that it's not like I actually really love it. It's more just like out of necessity and because I basically have to that I would like to find somebody that would be able to help me and take care of me as well. But the kicker is, is that I'm very much somebody that doesn't like to let go of that part of me. And I'm very stubborn, but I find like when I don't let my walls down, it kind of ends very shortly and then I'm left miserable and single again. So it's kind of a vicious cycle, unfortunately, that I keep putting myself in. So I was wondering if you had any advice in terms of, you know, you're a very independent person, but you also have a lot of friends. I just wondered if you had any tips on how to kind of like let that go to kind of let people in. Okay, cut off there. I'm Nicole. I like kind of think that like a guy that was texting me like hired you to like call in for that. Like I'm I'm literally not kidding. I have absolutely no advice because I would say I'm probably pretty similar. I haven't been in a relationship in like two and a half, three years at this point. It's been a while. And I got so, I've said this so many times on the podcast. Like I feel like it's just like annoying, but I ended up like loving being single so much and like my own time, my own routines. The thought of someone coming into that like makes me want to die. And I think also I got to the point where I was like, the guys that I have been with, it's like when you study attachment theory and I was anxiously attached and they were avoidantly attached. And so they end up having like commitment issues. So I was like, all the guys that I've been with have commitment issues. So I'm like, I'm going to stop dating the guys with commitment issues. And then I instead became the girl with commitment issues now, you know? But I don't know. I go back and forth on this a lot with myself on like, 
am I being like too picky and crazy or am I is just not the right person? And I'm sure it's like somewhere in between because I'm sure if I gave someone more of a chance, it would happen. But even like the people, I don't know, like a guy said like said something about this to me this week. And I'm like, I'm not like a cold hearted like bitch. I just I don't know. Like if, if I see that something is not going to work out, I'm not going to like go after it. So anyways, yeah, I have literally no, no advice for you because I feel like that is like probably my biggest life problem at this point. Like biggest, I don't want to say character flaw because it's not a character flaw. I just think it's something about myself that I am, I have become too closed off romantically. Even when I'm presented opportunities with people that like I actually do like, it's really hard for me I like overthink it. And I'm like, we would never actually work out though. Instead of just being young and fun and being like, do it for the plot. You know what I mean? Like I way overthink it. I'm like, well, I don't want to do this because I don't want to hurt their feelings and I don't want to ruin the friendship or whatever. Instead of like just living a little, you know, which I need to do. So no, I don't have any advice and you are further ahead of me because you are actively dating. But also another thing, anytime I talk to friends that are older than me that are in places that I want to be and I tell them how I'm feeling and like where I'm at with dating every single one of them has said to me like that's good like honestly have it last five years that's fine like keep it up like if you're in a good place like they always are like no that's actually an incredible thing like I wish I had done that and obviously when you go to your friends like they probably I think my friends would like for me to date. My friends would like for me to date more. My friends would like for me to be more open. My friends would like, they're not pushy, but like, I just, I understand it and I know, but it's one of those things too, where like, I really try to listen to people who are in a position that I want to be in the future and like, listen to their advice. So I do think I'm a little bit too closed off, but I also think that other people put too more, too much emphasis on dating, you know? So yeah, I I literally, that's a lot of nothing that I just said there. I, I don't really have much advice. I don't even know how to remember the question at this point. What was it? <laughs> how to not be too independent. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm really working on that. Actually, I want to have Jenna Page back on the podcast and do an entire podcast episode on when you are a very independent girl and like getting into a relationship and like how to do that and like mistakes she's made or advice she has and stuff because I just think it's a good thing. And also I do think like too much independence is a bad thing and you should be able to like rely on someone. Like when I actually think about like when I am with the right person, like sometimes it just, it isn't even something, I was never the girl who grew up like dreaming of my wedding. I was never the girl who like, clearly I'm not the girl who like always says to have a boyfriend. Like it was just not something that like, I love love. Like I want to be in love. I've been in love. Like I do, I do like that stuff. And like when I'm in a relationship, I am like very soft and very like into it. Right. But I also just like don't want to settle, which I feel like I've done a bunch of times. So guys, I completely lost my train of thought. But when I actually think about like being with someone that I'm really in love with and like not having to do everything on my own, not that it's like, oh, I want them there just because I like need someone to do things for me. It's not that it's like being a team, like being a part of a team where it's you're doing things together. I do get excited about that. Like I want that. I just, I think a lot of it with me is a control thing too. Like I guess this is like a fears of a relationship and like whatever episode at this point. But I do think I am... I'm having some realizations because someone close to a guy close to me said this to me, said some things to me last week. And I was like, okay, I do think I'm afraid of getting hurt, but like, so I don't put myself in a position to get hurt, but I'm not afraid to get, to get hurt by someone that I like care enough about, if that makes sense. So if it's someone that I'm just like kind of into it and it'd be fun. I don't think that I would even let myself get hurt. I don't think I could get hurt by them. Cause like, I wouldn't even be in a place where 
this is everything that I'm saying is contradictory. So like, I wouldn't even, the people that are like, oh, whatever, I don't even end up going for or like following through with because I'm like, I don't like them enough. And then, yeah, I think that I'm afraid that maybe that would end up somehow hurting me. But like, if it's for the right person, like I would take the risk. I just don't feel like I've met the right person. Does that make sense? But then it just like freaks me out. And then I overthink it. And then I'm like, well, maybe I just need to be dating and doing more things. Like, even though I just said, like, I feel confident in it because I do feel confident in one day. And the next day I'm like, maybe I'm not doing enough and I need to be. But like, I don't know. I've also always lucked out. Like, boyfriends have always kind of just fallen into my lap on accident. Like, granted, I was like in college. Well, yeah, not the last one. But like, I've every guy that I've dated has basically been a friend of a friend or like through someone. So I haven't had to actively date because I wasn't like post-grad. You know what I mean? Or like in a setting, like in a city where I needed to meet new people or whatever. I've always just dated friends, which also hasn't worked up to this point. So maybe I should stop that. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's just going to happen for me one day. Like that's just how I live my life. I think it's just going to happen. All about to say, I didn't, I gave you literally nothing and I just told you all about myself. Also, hyper-independence is a trauma response too. And I think that would be another good podcast episode. And I need to have someone who's like an expert on that. But when you are too independent, it is normally a trauma response. And like, I can tell you exactly where like mine has come from. So uh, yeah, keep that in mind. But it does kind of just sound like you know what you want at the same time. I just, I think that as I am currently overthinking and saying all this stuff out loud, I feel like a lot of us feel this way. And I think if you like want a partner to just keep what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing, right? But like, I'm not in a place to give you good advice, honestly. I'm sorry. That was really a lot with nothing. But, you know, I get it. And like, best of luck, please keep us posted and like, let me know your journey with independence and dating because I would love to know. And like, I I honestly need your advice. So let's let's go with that. Okay. I'm going to answer some listener questions on Instagram. How to feel less alone when spending time alone. So I feel like this is something that happens when you're not spending like intentional time alone. Like when you're just like naturally at home alone, like just being lazy and just like kind of going through like your mundane routine. It, you're going to feel lonely. Like there are always, I live by myself. I work by myself. Like I do a lot of things. There are, I don't know. You would think I feel, I would feel a lot more lonely than I do. But I think like treating yourself to like a solo date and doing things that are more intentional where you're going to go do something and spend quality time. Like think about if you're in a relationship and your boyfriend's like, we spend so much time together. What are you talking about? And you're like, we're not getting quality time. Like you're, you're not actually like present when you're there. Like we're just sitting around and like not actually spending time together. Think about that. But like with yourself, like take yourself out on like a good solo date where you're doing something new or something fun or something that you've always wanted to like go do, but maybe someone else wasn't interested or maybe they were and you're just like, I'm treating myself. I think the more time that you spend taking yourself out on dates, the more time you enjoy spending time alone. And then it'll just translate into other like areas of your life, if that makes sense. Favorite cookbook, Genius Kitchen, easily. I I use that one the most. That's where like my bone broth beef stew is. And that's like a healthier cookbook. I love Half-Baked Harvest and I love The Modern Proper. I would say like, most of my recipes that I started using when I was cooking were from the modern proper, like online. What state would you live in besides Texas or California? I wouldn't, I'm not really like a West Coast girl. I wouldn't live in California. And I've already done that. So I think that that would be why, but definitely Tennessee. I love Tennessee. Like it's so beautiful and it's so fun. And I love all my friends in Nashville. And I just, I love Nashville. We've already talked about that today. Macy asked advice on how to find friends like Macy. Absolutely love her. 
That was Macy. Okay. Someone asked morning routine and favorite products. I'm going to do an episode in a couple months on my morning routine. I also just posted two morning routine vlogs on my YouTube channel. So it's like a morning routine in depth and then like a week in my life of morning routines. So go watch that. Basically every morning it's a little bit different, but I always, I try to walk. I always get movement. I read, I do my morning pages and journal. I do my skincare. I have like a Nancy Myers morning playlist on. Like it's the same thing every day of the week. So Tuesdays are always the same. Mondays are always the same because it just depends on like when my workout is. And then I'll do like Pilates or weight lift or soul cycle or whatever it is. But that's pretty much it. But I have like a whole uh, like YouTube. I have two whole YouTube videos on it. Products that I like in the morning. I really like the Fittish Tone Down Spray, which you guys can use my code. I think it's ILYSM. That's 15% off. It's so good after a workout, especially a heated one because my face gets so red. And then you just spray it on and keep it in my car. It's like a CBD facial oil. I think it like energizes, it cools, and it hydrates. It is a game changer. They also have their, I'm totally forgetting what the name is, but it's like the one with the rollerball. I use that as my skincare like pre-workout because it's like you wake up and you like don't want to use your skincare that you use every day because you'll run through it twice. So or like twice as fast. So I use that. I love my journals are on Amazon or from Amazon. I can have them on my Amazon storefront under morning routine. I for these are like I don't know if this even counts as products, but like I love I'm showing right now on the YouTube video. This is how I drink my coffee every morning. A mason jar and then a glass straw all from Amazon. And then I Primally Pure Skincare is my absolute favorite. There's just like nothing like it. I love any of their serums. They're so good. I work with them on the podcast. I've worked with them on YouTube forever ago. I don't even think, I don't know if I'm actively working with them on the podcast. I don't know if I have any more ad reads, but I love their stuff. Like I use my own code and buy their stuff. It's just like the best stuff ever. So that's my favorite skincare. And that's really helped, I would say, my skin this summer because it was so dry and just dull and like, just not the vibe. So yeah, I feel like those are like my go-to products. Tips on identity anxiety. Um, read The Defining Decade or honestly, just learn about identity capital. Okay, there's actually two parts to this. First part, you don't need to know everything about yourself. You're always going to be getting to know yourself more and more. And I think we get really anxious and really stressed out when we're looking at identity as this really huge thing. So break it down into what is called identity capital. And I was introduced to this concept by the defining decade. I've mentioned this on the podcast many times before, but it's the idea that like every single small interest or hobby or habit or whatever character trait or whatever it is, each one of those is a small like aspect of who we are. And we're slowly but surely building identity capital. I think that we don't necessarily, I think that like finding yourself like is an interesting term because I do think a lot of it is like inherent. Like a lot of it is what we wanted as kids and just like as natural. But I also think that we're like creating ourselves. So I think that when you're looking for something that doesn't exist, like obviously you're going to get confused, like you're going to get lost and stressed out and whatever. So focus less on the big picture and more on the small things that you like that make you you or the interests that you have. And slowly but surely with identity capital, you are building your identity. So for me, that was helpful because when I was having my major like quarter life crisis and I was like, I have no idea who I am and I am terrified. I did identity capital and I like switched my thinking and I went from being so overwhelmed and stressed out to being like, oh wait, this is like a way more manageable approach. So the Defining Decades is a great book, but I would also just Google identity capital. There's like a ton of articles on it. Okay. Favorite podcast. 
I'm love Armchair Expert. I love World's First Podcast. I think they would hate me because I'm an influencer and they're like, hey, influencers. But I do love their podcast. Let's see. What else do I listen to? I listen to a lot of like country music podcasts too that you guys like probably would not care about. I love OK Sis. On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Ed Milet is great. Oh, Something Was Wrong. I also like that. Oh, The Skinny Confidential, obviously. Drama Queens, I love because it's One Tree Hill. Dear Chelsea, Chelsea Handler's podcast. I feel like those are like my top rotation. I'm on my Spotify. I like Bobby Bones stuff, which is like country. But yeah, I feel like those are my probably most listened to. Okay, so that is it for today's episode. This is the last time you guys will see me or hear from me as I'm 25. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to be recording next week's episode as I'm 25. But you get the point. I'll be 26 then, okay? Like things are really going to be different. Things are going to change. I'm going to be, I'm going to be older. I'm going to be more mature, you know? So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I love y'all so much. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.